We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. And now, election year economics. From Marketplace, I'm Sabri Beneshore, in for David Brancaccio. This week, the Conservative Political Action Committee, also known as CPAC, hosts its annual meeting of leaders from the American right. Former President Donald Trump is scheduled to speak. The event often previews some of the narratives we'll hear as more of the campaign goes on, including on the economy. Marketplace's Kimberly Adams reports. We already know some of the GOP goals for the economy if the party reclaims the White House. Ian Murray is a senior fellow with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. One of the things that I think we'll see is actually an end to a lot of current proposals rather than a specific move towards new initiatives. For example, rolling back Biden administration efforts to shift towards a more green economy. And Donald Trump has already said he wants another round of tariffs if he wins in November, which Murray says would hurt the economy. Tariffs are a bit of a gimmick. In the end, all they actually do is raise costs for the American consumer and just foster political dysfunction as well as as people argue over them. Tariffs are one of several areas of deep divisions among conservatives. There's debate now over fiscal responsibility in a way that there really never has been in the last four decades uh, on the right. Michael Strain is an economist at the American Enterprise Institute. President Trump is staunchly opposed to reducing projected government spending, which is the main driver of the debt. And the debt is likely to be a major topic of discussion throughout the conference, especially when it comes to just who is to blame and who, come Election Day, can start to fix it. In Washington, I'm Kimberly Adams for Marketplace. U.S. markets are closed to honor President's Day. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. 
Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Marketplace has just turned 35. And on a morning when financial markets have the day off, we have unearthed from the archives a story that reminds us that paying for things has not always been as easy as waving a smartwatch. Back in 1991, our David Brancaccio was Marketplace's European correspondent, and we sent him to a town in France to look at the payment system in a place where no one wears clothes. Here's David, undressed for success from 32 years ago. Along the sweeping Mediterranean beach is the town of Cap d'Agde's biggest revenue earner. It's the naturist quarter, population 20,000. The sign says, nudité obligatoire, no clothes, no ifs, ands, or buts. All right, I've taken care of that little detail back at the parking lot. But a conversation with Xavier Ferru of the French Naturist Association echoes in my ears. In a naturist resort, how do you deal with money? And that's the problem. The problem is that we haven't any any back, or how can you call it in English? Um, like a pocket. Any pockets, and that's a real, real problem. I figure I'll start out with the Clint Eastwood approach. Fistful of dollars, or francs, and off to the nude supermarché we go. Skating delicately clear of the waist-high frozen food section, I spot on the checkout line a married couple with a remarkable set of all-over tans. Where's their money? I usually stuff it in my cigarette packet. (laughs) (laughs) Behind my cigarettes. (laughs) Really, normally you're together, you see, so when you go in shopping, you normally go together and you just... It's more natural, I think, for the wife. If I'm for a paper or something like that, I just... The lady to carry the money, really. In a purse, not quite right for me. Now for the big rite of passage, my first nude purchase, a loaf of French bread at the boulangerie. All this loose change has got to go. Diners with cloth napkins stretched primly across their loins enjoy a three-course seafood lunch. Jean-Michel Oltre's family started all this in the mid-1950s. Ultra says everything naturists need for a vacation is at hand. Shooting fish in a barrel might be the marketing metaphor. And with some vacationers steering clear of nude resorts in Yugoslavia because of political unrest, it's supposed to be a banner summer for the French naturist industry, which claims annual revenues of $170 million. As for petty cash, Ultra says the old credit card in the shoe trick works wonders. Trouble is I left my Reeboks back in the car. Maybe a financial institution will have a solution to my cash-and-carry problem. Bank de Puy de Parcival and Company, a full-service bank, I'm told. You mean I could ask for a loan wearing nothing but my most trustworthy smile? No, the teller says, but I could cash a check if only I'd remembered to tuck a checkbook behind my ear. This English gent is trying his hand at a game of French boule. Shirt on, trousers off. 
is cash. We haven't got any, so we don't bother. <laughs> At the nude souvenir boutique, all I want is a postcard. But as I fumble with my change, the proprietor sees the chance for another quick sale. The answer to my prayers, a hermetically sealed lavalier money holder, available in three designer colors. He says it's not marketing hype. An around-the-neck money holder in a nude town, he says, is a necessity, like eating. My new lime green portemonnaie gives me that jaunty, ready-for-action feeling, like stepping into a new pair of running shoes without the shoes. If only I could find a place for this stupid loaf of French bread I'm still carrying. In Cap d'Agde de France, I'm David Brancaccio for Marketplace. The Cap d'Agde nudist village and resort is still there, 32 years later. And now, in 2024, you can pay for things with a wave of a palm. Hear more on that new tech in the Marketplace Morning Report podcast. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore with the Marketplace Morning Report. From APM, American Public Media.